This is the African Scientist, the only place where African voices speak science. Uh, we are live both on YouTube and on our podcast. Today, we have an aspiring doctor, a doctor from Africa. Her name is Claudia and she is passionate about many, many things and she's going to talk to us about something that she's really passionate about. So, yeah, so uh, welcome Claudia. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? What do you like? Everything. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. My name is Claudia Bohendoa. Uh, I'm from Congo, DRC. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm a student in um, China and Guangzhou. I'm in my third year of medical school. So I'm not yet a doctor, as mm-hmm. you say, but we're getting there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's who I am. I've been in uh, living in China for almost three years now. Um, so yeah, it's been mm-hmm. it's been a journey. Ah, amazing! Yeah. It's awesome to have you <laughs> Thank here. You. Thank you. You are my first guest <laughs> on the African Scientist. I feel so. Thank you. Ah, this is so special. No, it's my honor. <laughs> Honestly, what you're doing, I love. It's amazing, and yeah, keep it up. It's great. It's great work. Ah, great, great. So I uh, I talked to Claudia a while back, and she told me about this amazing doctor from uh, her home country, who has done many amazing, great things especially in the medical field and i know this doctor really inspires her first because he comes from her own country (laughs) and then he's just he's just an amazing human being so claudia tell us a little bit about this doctor and what we can learn from him and why he inspires you so much oh yeah Mm -hmm. so his name is dr dennis Mukwege. Mm -hmm. um he is a doctor from drc congo which is my country um, and he's speci- I think he specialized in gynecology specifically. Uh-huh. Um, but specifically what interested me in him was his work uh, when it came to social issues and um, effects of like war and so, um, political issues that affected um, modern day people in the world, right? In Congo, specifically in the Eastern region. Uh-huh. Um, and so he treated patients of sexual uh, violence and victims of sexual violence mm-hmm. and um, but actually he's he's most known because in 2018 he uh, won the Nobel Peace Prize mm-hmm. and I think that's what brought his name m- global I think that's what made him more global in the world today um, originally there weren't really many Congolese doctors who were known globally or actually made an effect on like you know society mm. during that time mm-hmm. um, but after he got the Nobel Peace Prize in 2018 uh, I think his name became more of a household name mm-hmm. many people started to talk about him and I think that's basically where I got inspiration from uh, he uh, his work was very inspiring so uh, yeah one of the things that he started off doing actually was after he studied medicine uh, he created a a hospital in the eastern region of uh, Congo mm-hmm. uh, and that's actually the region where there's lots of conflict even till this day there's lots of conflict I think the conflict dates back to um, probably like the 1990s actually mm-hmm. uh, during the Rwandan genocide mm-hmm. there were so many victims of war and you know people who were getting sexually violent uh, assaulted and just so many things that were taking place um, specifically with women and girls and all these things and so his work really inspired me personally uh, yeah so that's what happened wow this this guy sounds like uh, an incredible human being and 
I, I, I am just um, inspired and I, I, I am wondering uh, from your experience as a medical student, uh, do you think there is a lack of access uh, f uh, for medical care, especially for women in Africa, especially in places that are underdeveloped or have been disturbed by war? Yeah, definitely. I think in, especially in regions which have been like uh, affected by war, uh, actually that's what happened. Even though in East Africa and Congo there mm -hmm. wasn't specifically a war, a, a national or genocide, but actually it happened in Rwanda. And because there were so many uh, uh, refugees, there were so many refugees which came in almost like almost over a million actually came uh -huh. into Congo during that period of time. And so the healthcare system was very deprived because there mm -hmm. were so many people that they didn't plan to care for in that area. Um, actually, also, uh, one thing about me personally that I think mm -hmm. also encouraged me to, to, to really think about these kind of issues is my father. Um, he worked in that kind of region during mm -hmm. that time, in a similar time, um, during the time that they, in the ninth, I think, um, late 1980s, early 1990s. Um, and because my father is a medical doctor, so wow. he worked in that region, and mm -hmm. he would tell me sometimes about stories of how bodies would just be like rushed into the hospital, and there'll be lack of equipment and lack of social of workers. Just it was it was a mess during that time, um, and so I think as young people, being able to mm -hmm. recognize our mm -hmm. needs in Africa and being able to look and and look at what we need, and then find a way to fix it is one thing that we have to um, look out look out for mm -hmm. we have to look for and um, yeah just look out for one another oh uh, that that's amazing I, uh, I I have read about him and the fact that he was such a perfectionist when it comes to doing his work and when it comes to helping women recover from the wounds of war and I'm wondering uh, what influence this has to you as a doctor in training that uh, he would he would spend literal three three or four hours on a procedure that should have only taken one hour and he says in his mind he was just thinking about what if this was his own child what if this was his own wife you know yeah yeah those type of stuff like paying attention to detail and not being negligent I feel like is so important, uh -huh. um, especially in a society uh -huh. where it's kind of like we're in a, in a world where dog eat dog, you know, that kind of mentality where if I don't fend for myself, then I will be eaten. But having people in, in this world where, who look out for one another, right? And who are not selfish or who are very uh -huh. uh, just loving and caring to one another and considerate, um, these these are mm -hmm. these are the type of things that as young people we have to learn to develop and learn to to, to take into context to, to take into context sorry um, there's like I feel like as a society we're growing more selfish and more money orientated right where we forget mm -hmm. we, we're losing passion for certain things that and I feel like without that passion we can't very we can't really succeed as a nation, as a continent, wherever we are, because it's so hard to have that emotional connection. Um, but yeah, like what you said about uh, Dr. Mopege is that, yes, he really did take into consideration his patients. Um, 
they were like I said, he mm-hmm. treated he treated over hundreds and thousands I think it was five hundred thousand women and like probably mm-hmm. two hundred thousand children um, who were raped and killed during that time. And so he helped treat so many and he didn't he did it with with a caring and loving heart, which I think with and I think that again was his passion, was something that he really loved to do and help just yeah made him who he is wow that, that's amazing and and you know he didn't just treat the 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 victims of these war crimes he also made a whole hospital for them it's called the pansy hospital uh, ha- have you been there before <laughs> uh no actually but it's in the region that i'm from actually i'm from that's the country i'm not the country sorry the the city that it's in but i haven't been there before so very that would be a nice trip to make soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that, that 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 is just amazing and i i think the fact that inspires me most is that most people would think that uh, a doctor who is passionate about uh, female health would be a female doctor <laughs> but the the fact that uh, he decided to uh, fill this role and that it affected him so much really inspires me yeah i actually was one of those people earlier in my life i would think Uh it's kind of weird that uh there are not as many female uh, gynecologists or female females in general who would want to pursue that role um, as taking care of Mm -hmm. women and all these other things but i think as well just looking back into history we come from countries and nations where only recently women were allowed to you know vote or women were allowed to be educated to that certain extent and to that level and i think during his time mm-hmm. there weren't many women doctors mm-hmm. um and so I yeah see. and so it just makes sense that now though i mean me as a woman i'm inspired by what he does and personally i don't even know if i would like to uh, grow up and be a gynecologist at this point or pursue exactly his role but i think it's more his passion and more his drive that i look to yeah yeah uh he he talks about how uh treating these women how it affected him psychologically you know with yes we know that the the rape and the victimization of these women really affected them but nobody ever talks about the doctors the doctors who helped them to recover the psychologists who helped them to recover as as a medical professional uh what psychological toll do you think this can take on a doctor well speaking from experience i would say experience in quotations because i'm not a doctor yet but like i said my father worked near similar to what he did i guess um i feel one thing is one thing that i see or that i've uh, uh, noticed is i would say like a lack uh, a lack of uh because there's so much happening around you all at once you learn to kind of focus your mind on one particular thing if that makes sense and so i think it's very hard for a lot of people i think it's a job that not a lot of people can do yeah i think uh one psychological effect could could be um the lack the draining of emotion and just draining of um energy i think it's very draining it's a very draining job and that's why i mean that's why i bring up passion so much because when you have passion for something despite the, the the toll that it gives on you that it brings on you and that it 
the effects that it has the passion is still there and it drives you like i said it's not a job for everyone but um it's also just something that again i aspire to in him um, dr dennis Mukwebe, is because he was so passionate and you could see it in the work that he did and in the things that he said um, I, I i think many many people think that uh, sexual violence against women only exists in places of uh, underdeveloped places like Africa or whatever but uh, sexual violence against women is even there in the developed world yeah and I guess uh, many people don't really see it because they don't want they don't work in hospitals they don't work in the gynecology department or whatever uh, 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 what can you tell us about this I would say that one thing about sexual violence against women as well, and not mm -hmm. only against women, even against men, it's kind of a taboo topic. Mm -hmm. It's kind of one of those topics that's very sensitive and very like, you don't want to tell a lot of people or um, you don't want to make it a big deal, uh, especially when it's done on a, on a, on a not as large uh, scale. For example, um, during the Rwandan mm -hmm. genocide, it was done on a large scale. So there were millions and hundreds and thousands of women who were raped and killed. Um, and so that we're able to talk mm -hmm. about it. But in developed countries where it might not be happening on like such a large scale, it may be happening to one or two people or the people around you. Um, it's something that people are, mm -hmm. are ashamed to talk about, which is very understa understandable because I mean, it's something that should never happen to anyone. Um, but I feel like mm -hmm. people being open to have these conversations and listening to one another, um, acknowledging and just being there for us, for each other, um, is something that we need to to learn to 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 acquire. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned before, it's it's not only in African countries; it's all over the world. And um, I would argue, actually. Um, sexual violence against men is even less talked about uh, it's something that is, mm -hmm. is, is kind of looked at as shameful um, just because we have these gender norms and stereotypes that um, people are so cling they cling to right so yeah but I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of I think there's so many long-term physical and psychological harms that it brings and talking mm -hmm. about it and sharing your story um, so that someone else can learn from it is 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 something that we should do and help. Wow! It's a, a th thank you for bringing in the aspect of sexual violence against men because I I, I think many people forget about that. Uh, the, the, there was an attempt, and this is very this I, when I read this I was really surprised that there was a, an attempt on his life by some people who thought he was too. I don't know, he was trying to set the record straight. He was trying to call for the prosecution of the people who committed these atrocities. And there was an attempt on his life. Yeah, I, not to get too political about that point, but um, I think there were two mm -hmm. attempts on his life, actually. Um, one in his earlier days, mm -hmm. and I think one most recently or something. Um, but yeah, it just shows mm -hmm. that there's people who are always going to be against you or who are always not going to um, support you in that in that sense, I guess. Um, sometimes, especially, I, I don't know if it's the Congolese thing, but there's so many politicians, I think, due to corruption and other things that when they see mm. some a nation or something or someone prospering, 
instead of encouraging we, we choose to we choose jealousy and we choose to push them down um, and I think that's something so cool mm-hmm. um, and yeah I think that's what I, I keep bringing it up but the passion that we have to have to develop our countries mm-hmm. to develop our continent because I, I do believe that Africa has the the, the capacity to be like self-sufficient to grow and to be even better than any other continent um, yeah with the use of its resources and so much more that that's if we unite and if we're able to support each other well thank you uh, uh, as as you train to be a doctor what impact would you like to have on Africa and on your country how would you like to change the world <laughs> Well, um, one step at a time. I think it's very. That's a very hard question because I, 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 uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, there's so much that has to be done. That sometimes I look back and I'm like, where uh-huh. do I start? Though there's the issue of education, the uh-huh. issue of poverty, the issue of unemployment. There's so much more, and that's what I mean. I can't do this on myself. No one can do it on their own. It's it's. We have mm-hmm. to be able to use each other and the resources that we have. Um, and I think a simple resource that we have that we take for granted is Google, the internet. How are we using the internet and the resources that we have around us to impact the lives of the people around us? You don't necessarily have to, your aim doesn't necessarily have to be to change a whole nation. Because again, that's so hard. Mm-hmm. But start by the people around you. Start by your friends, your family, educating them. And using that, not only educating and doing research, but using that research um, to to further in what you're passionate about. Find something that you love, something that when you do, you don't feel it's a task and it's taking a toll on you. Um, something that you can see yourself doing for years uh-huh. and years and years, which again, it's hard. Not a lot of people have a passion yet, but finding it and using it to the best of your ability is I think key. Um, yeah, using your knowledge to influence the world. So me personally, I don't think I have found that yet. I don't think I have reached that point in life where I'm like, okay, I know what I want to do, yeah. this, 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 and this is how I'm going to do it. So I'm also talking as a learner. I mean, I'm also learning every day. I, I learn and I grow. And I think if everyone is able to do that, to use what we have to, what even simple sim- simple education um, that we've acquired in high school, uh, primary school, whatever. These small things I think we take for granted. Uh, yeah, so, and also just not pushing the blame on other people because there are people who um, look to other people and say, oh, you're the reason I can't do this or this is why I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But despite mm-hmm. that, what can you do? So instead of saying, I can't do this because of this, but you can say, I did this despite this. And I think that's a powerful message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's true because Africa is full of so many resources, even human resources. And yeah, I, I think that we should all aspire to make Africa better, to make it grow. I, I think what, uh, the, the, the way I found to do that in the recent time has been to amplify the work that scientists are doing around Africa. Yeah, so if you like this kind of stuff, yeah, subscribe, subscribe to this channel so that uh, 
we can we can get more scientists here and talk to them oh and if you are an african scientist and you would like to be featured on this channel please reach out to me on my social media and also on the email address that will be left in the description thank you so much so um claudia as we wind up uh what would you like to tell would you like to tell the, the viewer or the listener as a parting shot um, well i guess one thing i've, I've kept bringing it up but i, I mm -hmm. still will is keep your passion keep your drive um use what you have that spark inside of you as a young person a young african use whatever you could use mm -hmm. to help um to grow your country your people around you our continent in whatever way possible don't don't deprive yourself of anything um research mm -hmm. um, you know just gain knowledge influence whoever you can influence in the right direction and just be passionate about thank you yeah so that's that's that thank you so much uh claudia we uh, i wish you a lot of success in your work as a medical student I hope that you become the bright, shining light that Africa needs in the medical field. Yeah, and as, as you said, like young people, we should try our best to try and equip ourselves and try and focus on ways we can make Africa better, make Africa greater and add value wherever we are. <laughs> yeah, if, if you are listening to this on our podcast, head on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. There's great content there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, this has been The African Scientist, science from an African perspective. Until next time. <laughs>